ESPN reporting that the New York Jets will be the focus of HBO's Hard Knocks. The Jets don't want to do it, at least the brass doesn't. The coach, Robert Sala, said about a month ago, I know there are several teams that would love for Hard Knocks to be in their building. We're just not one of them. Going to be a bunch of juicy subplots with the Jets, of course, Aaron Rodgers. Now, I know one guy that wants to do this, Aaron Rodgers. No matter what he says, he loves the drama, he loves the spotlight. I think he loves the idea of being able to fire off and be a little uncensored. With this guy's ego, he's going to love this. So I'm on the opposite side of that, John. I think I think Aaron is probably annoyed by this whole thing. I, I don't Not that he won't be good on it or that he won't have interesting things to say or maybe some veiled shots at the Packers, but I think at his core he is annoyed by this whole thing. His ego is so big it that is. he's going to love this. I, I'm, I'm very curious to see, and, and perhaps Jason Wildey can help settle the tie here. Wildey knows, knows Aaron, Aaron better than both of us. He sure does. Well, Wildy and Tausch is 9 a.m. to noon. I love the show. Catch it whenever I can. Jason Wildy is with us. Uh, what do you think, Wildy? Rogers going to like this no matter what he says, or he's annoyed by it? Um, of course, because my personality is the way it is, I'm going to hedge between both of you. I think there's aspects <laughs> of it. I think there's aspects of it that he's really going to like. Uh, I think if we're being honest, I think he would have liked to have seen the Packers be on it. The Packers obviously have been so staunchly against it, dating back to Ted Thompson's time. Um, and as long as you make the playoffs as frequently as they did, you don't have to be on it, right? But if they miss the playoffs this year, that would be two straight years. And if they keep Matt LaFleur as the coach, which I think they would even if they miss the playoffs, that would make them uh, potentially forced to do hard knocks. And I am all in, by the way, if they get it. Uh, I am very, very supportive of them being on hard knocks. But in, in Roger's case, like, I think there's probably certain aspects that he believes should be kept private. Um, it sure looks like he's back to being the leader he was for most of his career in Green Bay as opposed to how last year played out when he was not the same guy that he had been previously in terms of leadership. And it looks like he's really embraced that. I think that's been a slap in the face for a lot of Packers fans who are like, hey, where the hell was this last year? But I think he will embrace the fun aspects of this. I think he will be cautious not to take any uh, you know, sledgehammer-type shots at the Packers. But I think Greg is right. I think there might be a veiled shot or two in there somewhere. I'm all in on watching. I feel like this is must-see TV. Me too. Will D, and I, I don't know if you have a history watching this program. I've kind of been in and out. And admittedly, the storylines, the teams, the players on that team impacts my viewing. And it's no secret why <laughs> the producers in the NFL wanted the Jets in this position. Does it do enough to pique your interest as a viewer? Yeah, on a scale of 1 to 10, I'm a 1,000. Um, I, I, first of all, I watch it every year. Uh, I really like it because, you know, look, the, the crux of my job is to give people as much of a behind I can through the show, through my writing, through the conversations I have on our other shows. Um, and I, I pride myself on being pretty good at that, but I don't have the access NFL Films does. And so no matter what the team is, I always watch. I thought last year with the Lions was good. There's always seems to be one, you know, kind of peripheral at minimum Packers connection. Obviously this year there will be many, many connections, but I love it because it gives us a glimpse into things that we don't get to see, even those of us that cover the team every day. So 
I'm all in on this for sure. Uh, way more so than I would be if it was just the Bengals or, but the Cowboys were on it a couple of years ago with McCarthy. And of course I was watching every bit of that too. So uh, I, if you're a Packers fan and you hate Aaron Rodgers' guts, uh, I think you'll still hate watch it. I don't believe you that you won't watch. I agree with you. I mean, I don't watch it, but I'm going to watch it. I mean, I'm all in. Detroit Lions is a guy who doesn't live, breathe, and write about football. I'm not so interested in. The Jets with Aaron Rodgers, sure. I am all in. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, and, and look, they do a great – I mean, I think they do a great job of storytelling. Uh, I think they do really good to kind of get you – they kind of find those players that are a good story – uh, and they really highlight them usually when they're a long shot to make the team. Frankly, the Packers have a draft pick this year that if they were doing the show in Green Bay this year, his name is Grant DeBose, the wide receiver who bounced around but like was working pickup at Walmart for like your online order while he was trying to stay afloat during COVID so he could keep playing college football. And he's just such a good kid. He's one of those guys that I'm, I know the NFL films guys would latch on to if he was telling, if they were telling the story of the Packers in 2023. You know, Wilde, we were looking at the, the teams that were in the mix, eligible based upon the criteria that you outlined. Also, part of that criteria is that you haven't appeared on the program in the last decade. Jets were on it several years back in the Rex Ryan day. So you had the Bears, Washington, yeah. New Orleans, and the Jets. So to me, that is the Jets separated by the Grand Canyon and then everyone else. And as you point out, the Packers could be in this position next year. And I have a hard time identifying a team that would have as much juice to be on this program than the Green Bay Packers. So this could be back-to-back years where Packers fans are overly intrigued with the documentary. Yeah, I mean, and Greg, you know, I'm, I'm as guilty as this as anybody. Like, I obviously think the Packers are always compelling, and uh, maybe they're not quite as compelling. I would say this, Jordan Love not the most dynamic personality to this point in my interaction with him of guys that I've covered. But, you know, if he has some success, he seems – I really like him as a dude. Uh, He's a really good kid. He's really humble. But, you know, he's not a flamboyant, colorful character. I don't know who those would be, frankly, when I look at this team because they're so young. So it would be really interesting to see if next year – if they have a little bit of success, but not like playoff success, so they're eligible for the show, I would love to see who the personalities would be that would emerge because right now they're kind of like all young guys. They're just trying not to do anything dumb or say something they shouldn't. And and once you have some success, then you allow your personality to come out. Wilde, I was talking to a couple people. I was on vacation. They found out I was from Wisconsin. We were talking about football. I know that we're intrigued by Jordan Love and the Packers. I think the rest of the nation is bored, and they don't care about the Packers. They don't have the juice this year. Small sample survey, the people I was talking Just look, the Packers run prime time less times than the Jets. Aaron Rodgers at the Jets. Coincidence? I doubt it. Well, I think that's to be expected. I think so, too, but I think there's no juice for the Packers. I think outside of Wisconsin, nobody wants to see what Jordan Love does, and they don't care, but they loved Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers and watched. Yeah, no, I would agree. I, look, they're they're um, they've been America's team if we're arguing that point with the Cowboys uh, because of the two great quarterbacks they had, and because they won a ton of games because of those two quarterbacks. And now maybe there's a little bit of mild intrigue, whether it's oh, the Packers fans now get to feel like we all felt for our teams as we search for a good quarterback, right? 
Um, I know our Bears fan friends and our sister station at ESPN 1000 in Chicago are feeling that, right? They're, they've got the schadenfreude of taking joy in our uh, depression of not having a Hall of Fame quarterback anymore. But, no, I don't, th- I don't think they have that broad appeal. Um, I-, I do think that there's maybe a little bit of curiosity to see if, you know, against all odds, the Packers have yet another great quarterback and it be the third in a row. But, no, I, I don't think there's a lot of appeal. And I think it's important to note when it comes to those national televised primetime games, two of the Sunday night games are after the flex window opens. Uh, so don't be surprised if they're struggling that those games get moved out of that and they become noon starts instead. Very good point. Jason Wildy, Wildy and Tausch, 9 a.m. to noon on ESPN Milwaukee, joining us on the Tri-County Contracting Hotline. On vacation, by the way. So yeah, Wildy doesn't eliminate his appearances. He just he just reduces Thank them slightly, you. Jason but Wildy. still on vacation. Thank you, sir. Anytime you need me, boys. Take care. Be good.